Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode with the Align with Alora podcast. I'm your host, Alora, and I'm ready to talk about how you should approach the wedding day as a wedding photographer. So this is actually my favorite part of the day. I love the getting ready portion. It's where I feel like I can make the most magic. I can play around with details and kind of soak in kind of the energy and the vibe that's going on with the bride, make sure that she's feeling okay, or just overall kind of coming in and setting the tone for the day. So that's a couple things that I wanna talk about right now. You're listening to the Align with Alora podcast. They say business owners ditch the nine to five only to work 80 hours just for themselves. I want to change that narrative. I believe that we can still be successful by working smarter, not harder, and still achieve beyond our wildest dreams. This podcast is all about systems, boundaries, and growing a profitable business without the hustle and the overwhelm. Because guess what? You really can have both. So get comfortable and let's dive in. So how to stay focused though before you get to the venue or the wedding photography location that you are arriving at, I always listen to content that keeps me focused and in the zone. So it takes you about 25 minutes to get into like the zone of anything that you do. I think it's called a zone of genius or something like that. But anyway, for me, I listen to podcast episodes. I listen to my recent courses. I listen to things that get my mindset ready. I listen to things that just remind me about the wedding day, how to stay focused. Is there anything that you can listen to to kind of keep you focused on how you're going to approach the day, how you're going to set the tone, and how you're going to make that beautiful wedding day magic? So that's just me personally. Some people like to sing in the car. Some people like to listen to music. Some people want complete silence. I don't know how you do it, but you're amazing and I need inspiration because inspiring myself is what gets that natural motivation for me up and going. So once again, remember that you set the tone for your clients for the wedding day. So what I do is I make sure I come in excited, optimistic. I look for my bride. I greet her. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're getting married. It's happening. And just no matter what's going on, no matter how stressed things look, don't absorb that. Bring your energy into the room. And I've actually had clients in reviews say, oh my gosh, I was so stressed that day. I was so, it was supposed to rain, but like Alora's energy really helped. And that's honestly something that really can make or break the wedding day. Like you set the tone as the professional, like we'll figure it out. I have a clear umbrella in my car. Don't worry about it. And so immediately they're like, oh, when you address their worst case scenarios and worst fears and you give something that could completely solve that, that's already gone. Or they can, you know, wall in their pity. But at least bringing something to the table and making sure that as the professional, as the CEO of your business, you are the one that's saying, it's going to be fine. We'll make it work. Don't worry about it. Because your client is the most important, like literally the most important person of the entire day. So how the bride looks, how the bride feels, so important, not to mention for your pictures. You don't want them crying. You don't want their mascara smearing. You want them to be happy and you want them to literally just live in this moment because it's never going to happen again. As someone who was a bride, I remember someone told me, I wish that I wasn't such a stickler about all the things happening around me and I wasn't like worried about everything else. I wish I was just worried about marrying my best friend and the fact that I was getting married because by the time that we got to our hotel that night, 
I had forgotten everything and all I remembered is how miserable I was. And so I took that personally and I said, okay, as a bride, I am going to do the same thing. I'm going to stay optimistic and no matter what happens, I am just going to think I cannot wait to marry my best friend. And it worked. Honestly, a lot of really random things happened on my wedding day. I think the florist got lost to the venue and like dropped him off in the middle of nowhere. My mom had to go chase them. She zipped up my dress and left. I was like, what is happening? But then we had our first look and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting married. This is great. Those are the kind of the things that are going through a bride's mind. Everything. Whatever's happening around them, they somehow seem to absorb that energy instead of just focusing on the reason they're getting married in the first place. So your job as the photographer, as a professional, is to make sure that they are constantly thinking about why this day even exists. The second thing is make sure you have the wedding day timeline on you. I screenshot it and put it on my phone. I glance at it every once in a while or during family pictures, like we'll just use that, zoom in, and my second shooter will yell out names for me. That way we can get them up and going I don't like to spend more than 25 to 30 minutes on family pictures. The bride starts getting overwhelmed and she starts getting over it. The groom was over it before he got to it. (laughs) So I like to make sure that all of my ducks are in a row. That way I can do my job and make sure my clients are always happy. I can't say this is like the customer's always right kind of thing, but keeping your clients happy is definitely a huge thing for the wedding day. And I take that personally as my responsibility. So Personally, I've been doing this for years, but screenshotting the wedding day timeline, having the family list on your phone. Some people do it in a checklist and just like check them off. And that's amazing. I wish I had the patience to do all of that. Totally find my second shooter just yelling out names and thus just moving it right along. So making sure that everything on your end is good, making sure all of your lenses are clean, your cards are formatted. Please don't shoot their wedding on a card that has somebody's birthday on it. It's just going to make things even harder for you in the post-production. And also make sure to greet everyone that you get in contact with. So many times I think us as photographers focus on being the artist and not so much as the business owner. And so this is something that comes naturally to me, but I not naturally to everyone else. So make sure you're greeting people. Make sure you are just... <laughs> nice to be around smiling. Hi, how are you? Are you mom? Oh, nice to meet you. I'm the photographer. My name is so-and-so. Setting that professional tone of the room and they know, okay, this is the professional. They're greeting me. They have good manners. This is going to be good. We hired the right person. Um, Because they need to know regardless, like even if you are an artist and you just don't, you're not a people person, you're an introvert, at least know that you are confident in doing your job. You like your job. You like your clients. You like people. This is not the job for you if you really don't like people, (laughs) unless you're going to have someone run the talking portion for you, which I haven't heard of that. I've seen it once. I don't know how it works. But anyway, I think personally that you just have to put on your big boy pants and get things going along and take charge of everything. Also on the way to a wedding day, I think this is super important, but read over your must-have portraits for the couple or prompts for the bridal party. So keep it fresh so it just comes out effortlessly. So I have these universal prompts where I direct them into a pose and give them like three or four or five different variations where they don't have to move too much. So that way I've already gotten five different photos, but where they're not just staring at me the whole time or where their heads aren't touching the whole time. No, constantly give them little bits of direction and that way you get a variety of the same pose. And so I like to go over those things and make sure they're engraved in my brain because even though I've memorized this, I've done this for years, it's always nice to know that you get a refresh and that way it comes out effortlessly without you getting you know, a brain fart because you have 10 minutes to do so. And there are lots of situations where you're only going to have 20 minutes to do portraits. 
period. And the and the couple is expecting you to get those shots, right? And it's a lot of pressure on us, honestly. But if you come prepared with universal prompts, you will definitely be set. I can actually have a download in the show notes today about some just two or three of my favorite go-to universal prompts. And you can try them and see if you like them, but I love them. And if you notice, even in my Instagram feed or my portfolio, you can tell not all my clients' photos look the same. They're not in the exact same poses every time because their poses are completely tailored to them in a universal way. And I just love this approach. I've done the checklist. I've done the shot list in the beginning. I've done all the crazy things that they tell you to do in order to be a professional photographer. And let's be real, that doesn't work for me and it probably doesn't work for you either. So if you want something else, a little bit of judging here and there, um, and play around with them, have fun with the couple. But anyway, even for the bridal party, those ones are a must have shot list because eventually they want to get back on the party bus or whatever. So I make sure to get those out of the way too and make sure that I leave the couple for last. So this is actually just a little timeline of how I get things going. So if after the first look, the bridal party comes, we do full bridal party. We do, we break out into twos. My second shooter handles the guys. I handle the girls. And then after that, they go back on the bus and I just work with my clients. They get a moment to themselves. They breathe. And I say, how are you feeling? Are you guys feeling good? Are you excited? They're like, yeah, it's so nice to be alone. I'm like, yay, because actually you guys are getting married. That's the whole reason we're here. And they're like, you're right. Like there's so much going on and we just get to sit here and enjoy each other which is the thing that I love the most even for golden hour too they're like oh my gosh like there's a second without the party and we can just breathe together and so these things are really important and that's kind of how I go above and beyond for my clients to make sure at all times with intention that they are feeling good they are just excited about the wedding day and they're having really good memories to reflect on and and just I don't know taking care of the things that I would like I just think about that since I was a bride before. So I hope this episode was helpful on how to approach the wedding day. Um, It's super fun to just kind of go over these things and see behind the business what other photographers are doing. So if this was helpful, please let me know. Screenshot this, share it in your stories, tag me, all the things, DM me. I'd love to hear from you. And until next time, have an amazing day. Well, you made it to the end of today's episode. If you're loving the podcast so far, I'd be so honored if you go ahead, hit that subscribe button and leave me a review. Reviews help me get amazing guests as well as helping this podcast get noticed by new listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to connect, feel free to look at all the links in the show notes and let's connect on Instagram at alora.rochelle or align with Alora Podcast. Until next time.